Welcome to the Daily Naked Pair Podcast, brought to you by Rocco Blue, the first ever brand focused on supporting parents with special needs children. Naked Parent Nation is a group of parents with special needs children who are willing to get vulnerable, strip it all down, and take a look at ourselves, our parenting, our family, and our plans to create a life beyond our wildest dreams. Okay, we're live. The Naked Parent Podcast. My name's Chad Radliff, and I'm your host. And I am so lucky to be here with Kimberly West, who's a mother of two with one on the spectrum. And she has so many cool things to share about bridging the gap between typical and non-typical everyday people. So I'm excited to jump in. But how are you today, Kimberly? I am doing good. Thanks for jumping in from Indianapolis. Is that right? That is correct. Awesome. Awesome. So how old is your child that's on the spectrum? She is 14 and about to enter high school. So this is a whole new ball game for her. Yeah, I bet. And how old is your other child? He's 12. 12. 12, 14. Close, close. So what was the first sign that you might be on a different journey than you thought you were going to be on? Actually, in my case, is immediately after my child got the MMR shot. On up to this point, she had language. She's potty trained. Basically, she's on point for kindergarten where, she, where a child should be. And wow. once she got that shot, we noticed something was strange. Uh, things she would be able to tolerate, like clothing. All of a sudden, certain clothes would bother her. Uh, lights would bother her she started to lose speech. Things like mama, daddy, all that started to go away. And I asked the doctor, I said, what did you give her? She was fine on up to this point. I said, I know people have gotten shots and stuff and, you know, did okay. But in my case, we come to, as far as my daughter's concerned, I said, this is not right. Something is terribly wrong. And for the most part, she's a bubbly child, social, very sociable. And all that started to disappear. Wow. Yes. That is heavy duty. I And what did the doctor say? Because they don't take any response. They don't give us you know, any responsibility for those shots at this point. No, they don't. And for coming for somebody with a science background, I should have double-checked pending litigation. A lot of parents do not know this. Most of your uh, Glasgow Smith, Purdue, Johnson & Johnson, these are the companies you're hearing about. What they don't tell you is pending lawsuits. Most of us go into the doctors, and even the doctors aren't aware there are pending lawsuits for people that may have gotten injured by vaccine. There were one key ingredient they were supposed to take out and what a lot of people know, this was on YouTube that these pharmaceutical companies had lied in front of Congress that they were supposed to take this key ingredient out, but yet and still, they were still putting it in there and they lost track of who had what. So my child had a, a high dose of mercury. What child at 18 months, 24 months, will have a high dose of mercury with that being said, 
we know some people know that mercury can cause mental retardation. It can just change the biological of the brain. Wow. This yes. is serious, serious stuff. And a lot of people aren't aware of that. So is that something that you've pursued or? Uh, yes, I am a team uh, with uh, other parents around the world. There has been several pending lawsuits. And if you can catch it ahead of time, actually you can get funding for it, but it is very hard to do since now that the pharmaceutical company is now putting in their clause, if you sign off on it and fine print, it says you have donated or you have participated in an experimental project. So in other words, if you sign off on it, most parents, they give you a paperwork to sign to get these vaccines. Once you sign it, in their mind, they see it as, well, you signed off on it and you knew what you were getting into. Well, which that's inaccurate because a lot of parents don't know what they're getting into. That's so heavy duty. That's big. So that's another, that's probably another show. That's probably another show. Uh, So you noticed. Yeah. She didn't like to be touched anymore. Uh, Certain things, noises, sounds that really didn't bother her. Now she couldn't tolerate it anymore. And that's kind of heartbreaking because it's like, okay, so so I did I got three opinions before I got official diagnosis of autism just to rule out. So she's been tested like three times before we officially got the diagnosis of autism. First it was like PP, PPN, PP. At that point, she still had some, she was like a mentor teacher. Let's put it that way. Then after that, that kind of (laughs) disappeared. So at this point, I hit the ground running. Okay, can I say wherever speech, wherever she has left to retain it? So at this point right now, she is considered nonverbal. She can't talk. She is able to tell you her wants and needs, but for the most part, just to say uh, she can hold a conversation, no. How about potty training? Potty training, that actually was a blessing in disguise. That did not leave her. She still stayed potty trained. So when Mars parents asked me, I said, well, in my case, it worked out just fine. She didn't lose that ability. She was still able to potty train. That's great. I had her potty trained before she was one. Wow. So, yeah, so that worked out in my favor. Well, that's great. That's great. So the first diagnosis was at what age? She got the shot at 18 months. So by the time she turned two is when I first got her tested. Uh huh. She got her official diagnosis at three. Three? At three. And now you're on the journey and you ended up um, assessing a couple more times. Yes. uh, After that to... Uh And similar results? Similar results. And how are you handling it emotionally at this point? I mean, your world is rock, probably. Yeah. And at this time, I was expecting, my kids are two years apart. So at this time, I was expecting another child. And I had to deal with the emotional issues of a two-year-old. Because people fail to realize even though she was on the spectrum, she had typical two-year-old demeanors, your testy twos, typical two-year-old. And on top of that, having trouble to communicate her wants and needs, 
I had all that on top. So it was stressful, very, very stressful. And of course, my husband, he had his struggles too. It's like, okay, so what's wrong with my child? How do I communicate with my child? He had his own battles too. And then most men, they don't want to hear, well, something is wrong with my child. (laughs) Yeah. We both had our ways of coping. I hit the ground running. Oh no, what can I do to get the make sure she stays on track and make sure she's learning where he, it took him a while to process it. Yeah, I can sense the the hit the ground running from you. You seem to have that <laughs> that spirit about you. It's inspiring, just so you know. So, you know, just to give us perspective, one of the worst experiences that you can remember this is along the way. For me, my child would not sleep. <laughs> she had sleep after that. She was the type of child that slept through the night. After that, we had trouble getting her to sleep. This child would sleep for three hours. And we were lucky if we got three hours in. I said, by me being pregnant and dealing with a child that could not sleep that, I said, I can't, yeah. And I tell her, go ahead and cry. It's okay to cry. Scream in the pillow, whatever you need to do just to relieve that stress. Because at the end of the day, your child needs you. (laughs) Yeah. How long did this, is the sleep issue still happening or? Uh, She still battles with sleep issues. But what I tell parents, I give her like liquid magnesium. Some people don't want to get their child prescription medication. Most parents don't like to get their child melatonin. I, I understand that. But there's other things out there like calomel tea, or they got it in pill form if your child can tolerate pills. They got magnesium even for young kids because sometimes your child, they don't blood test your kids. Most physicians will not blood test the children unless you really push for it. And then that way you can find out if your child is uh, low in vitamin D, vitamin C, magnesium, potassium, because sometimes these kids are lacking key vitamins and minerals. And in her case, she could use a little bit more magnesium. She was a little low in magnesium. So that also helps with sleep. So I tell parents, find out how much magnesium that your child needs if you use magnesium oil just to help them relax. And so that's what I do for my daughter. Did you notice a difference? Oh, big difference. Because sometimes the kids are stressed. Not only they're battling with their own, wherever your child can communicate, verbal, nonverbal, but sometimes kids feel stressed too. So not only the parents are stressed, they're stressed out too. So they just need a time to relax as well. And that's one of that's and kind of relieving of anxiety was yes. what gave you that's awesome. Aren't those yes. things so amazing? Those so special, you know? If you ever talk to adults on the spectrum, they will tell you the same thing. Even the ones that are married, they still have high anxiety. Even the ones you call high functioning, they say they constantly in a state of anxiety, wherever it goes on in their head. And I tell them, hey, they can, I said, take a magnesium pill, take a, yoga works very well. Breathing exercises work very well for the kids. If you can get into it. And it's the same, these kids will eventually be adults. And sometimes they say, 
the ones that are able to communicate, I'm always under stress. I'm always under anxiety. I said, just breathe. Just breathe. <laughs> Sounds amazing. It's something I would, you know, I think about that with my children and, you know, it makes me want to like go in and sit down with them and just breathe. You know, it's like anxiety, chaos, trying to find the solution. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's what you just said. So that's, thanks for sharing. Um, uh, Do you have any aha moments that have happened? An aha moment that's happened for you to share? Okay. Key thing with kids, by me working with kids on the spectrum, including some adults, I tell most parents, I said, don't underestimate these kids. Just because some of them don't know how to, you consider nonverbal, just because they, whatever the case may be, these kids are very bright and you assuming they're not learning anything. When my daughter got tested, she was only one grade level behind. So that means she was paying attention the whole entire time. Wow. <laughs> I had to tell teacher, I said, don't assume these kids, even through their meltdowns and temper tantrums, I said, they're listening. It just takes their brain a while to process. <laughs> is your child someone who can sit still for a while and or is it? She's a jumping bean. Okay. So the teachers and clap my the te- the school she goes to, the teachers are awesome. They let her jump around. She just balls her energy. But when it comes down, the teacher was impressed how much she knew. I said, don't let her fool you. I said, she's got to let out all this nervous energy or whatever's going on in her head. I said, let her jump it out. And then that way you get the best results out of her. So, so yeah, she, he's constantly on the go, on the go. <laughs> and but still absorbing everything that's happening yes. day at grade level. Yes. You know, it don't have to be looking at you to be listening. Exactly. That's an important message for us to remember. I mean, that's a great message. So how are you taking care of yourself? For me, I just go for, I take my daughter with me. She likes to run. So I was like, well, let's go running. She's more of a sprinter. That's fine. I said, let's run. She's at the stage now. She's very fast. So so I take her on the run. That's my outlet. I love to work out. I love to run. I love to do gardening. That That is my outlet. Nice. That's awesome. Does she like to garden? Yeah, actually, she does. One of my kids likes to garden. So fill the dirt. I said, go ahead, fill the dirt up. Mud. I said, go ahead. Some kids like to play in the mud. I said, go ahead, play in the mud. <laughs> you know. How I said, you have to relax. Just relax uh, and have fun. <laughs> how about your husband? Did he figure out, you know, what he needed to do to take care of himself? Yes, he did. Um, it. He goes work out. Uh, I said, I tell him, I said, hey, go for a walk. And matter of fact, I make him go take her every now and then. Go take your daughter for a walk. You know that. Just a <laughs> yeah. He sings a song to her. That's his thing. He sings to her. Uh-huh. So they have that little morning routine, good morning to you song. Yeah. And she just laughing. They they have their own special, unique bond. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. My family, you know, they're like pushing me out the door to work out. So I know that they they're like, you need your time. You need your time. They like me way better when I get my 
my workout in when I don't. So do some questions a little bit, you know, one word or one sentence answers to kind of have a speed round. What's the best advice that you've received? The best advice, don't be afraid to ask for help. Yes. Share a personal habit that contributes to your success. For me, take it one day at a time. You yeah. mess up. We all mess up, make a mistake, learn from it, keep going. <laughs> yes. Do you have any top resources or recommendations to share with Naked Parent Nation? Check out specialkids.org. Specialkids.org. Awesome. What's the next thing on your list that you want to add for your individual well-being? The only thing I'm going to add on my list is, hey, take it one day at a time. Have fun. <laughs> Learn to have fun. What's that one thing? Change something. For the one thing I would change. Actually, I wouldn't change anything. Not change. One thing you would add. What's one thing that you could add that would make be a step in the right direction for you? Oh, uh, for me. Or for your family, whatever you want. Oh, well, as for my family, is to bring something special to the table, whether it's a I can teach you how to cook, safety, wherever that may be. <laughs> but as my as far as my fan goes, is safety, 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 safety. <laughs> safety. Yes. You sound like a great mother. Your kids must be very lucky to have a, a mother that's as involved and passionate as you are. You I can feel it through the conversation. And so does the other parents and teachers. <laughs> All right, I'm not the only one. <laughs> Do you provide any products or services? Like, are you in the industry that, you know, something that you could share or, or is that not something you do? Basically, well, I have, I'm on Facebook. So, hey, parents have questions. They can feel free to ask me. Now, of course, I'm in Indiana, but it, Holly Rob, every now and then I get in touch with her and we all get together and you can ask us questions because she, her son is an adult. I have a team and we all share our stories and you can feel free to get in touch with us. Well, if you want, we can, we can talk about it after the show. I don't know if it's appropriate or not, but we could put your Facebook address in the show notes if you wanted, but we can talk about that after. Any last guidance you want to share with our nation of parents? Okay. For those of you who have young ones, be persistent, change their routines because in life, this is, Hey, things happen. This is not realistic. Even though your kids like routine, things change. Throw something different. See how they respond to it. Don't freak out. Don't panic. But just let them know, hey, in life, things are not always routine. <laughs> That's true. I, Kimberly, I appreciate you taking the time. And I wish you all the best on your journey. And I hope you come back to the show down the road and kind of give us an update on where you're at. And I just want to thank you for being part of, uh, of what we're doing here. No, thank you. And thank you for sharing your journey. All right. Have a great day, Kimberly. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This concludes our show for today. And I'd like to personally thank you for spending the time with us on a topic near and dear to our hearts. If you'd like to be part of the Naked Parent Nation and help us reach those parents that are struggling and overwhelmed, there's no better way to help than by subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show on iTunes. 
iTunes highlights the shows based on these metrics, and the more the show gets highlighted, the more opportunities people will have to be introduced to the show where they can hear that message of hope or that tip that can change everything. So follow the link in our show notes, and we hope to have you back here tomorrow where we'll do it again. From the team here at the Naked Parent Podcast, we wish you the life you've always dreamed of and then some. So long. Bye.